Time for our Tuesdays with Tom segment. Tom Skilling is joining us this Tuesday, sponsored by Permaseal Basement Systems. Hey, Tom, happy final day of November to you. Yeah, Anna, I'll tell you, isn't that something? We're about ready to kiss November goodbye and say hello, December, and in so doing, hello, uh, climatological winter, uh, the December, January, February three-month period. Uh, That starts tomorrow with December's arrival, actually tonight at midnight. Mm -hmm. So isn't that something? It is. And you know what's interesting, Anna? We're going to begin the month of December with 50-degree temperatures, maybe even getting close to 60 on Thursday, which would be about 17 degrees or more above normal. So uh, what a way to start winter, huh? How about that? I like the way that sounds. And, and, and looking out, it, it does. I saw your, your forecast. You were, you were saying that it looks like maybe a warmer trend than usual into December. Yeah. You know what's going to happen, Anna? Uh, we're going to be mild through the rest of the work week, but this weekend we'll start cooling down again. Nothing horrible, something closer to seasonal, but it'll feel colder given the abnormal warmth we're going to see in the next couple of days. And you know what else is interesting? We've had these parade of weather systems we call Alberta Clippers. They originate over Alberta. Actually, they originate over the Pacific, but they move across western Canada's Alberta province, and then they dive southeastward into the Midwest. We've had three of them pass by, and they've actually been responsible for keeping us warm. But anybody who's traveled around the Midwest in recent days has known it snowed and accumulated in lower Michigan over the weekend and up through northern and central Wisconsin. And uh, there are some real traffic nightmares up there, even as we were basking in relative warmth. So this parade of systems has continued and is going to continue. Uh, One is passing north of us to help warm us up tomorrow and Thursday because we'll be on the warm side of it. Mm -hmm. But another one tracks farther south as we get later in the weekend. And this might, to part of our area, bring the first chance of some sticking snow uh, in the part of the area. So, And we've actually had some sticking snow uh, north already, but um, we haven't had some for a while. It's been a very dry November we're saying goodbye to. Mm-hmm. Eighth driest on record, and uh, this this may put some snow close enough that it's worth watching by Sunday, Sunday night, something like that. Sunday, we'll keep Sunday an eye night. on that. My daughter will be super thrilled. She just loves it. She's like, when is it going to snow? Like they, She's ready for it. I, I wouldn't grab the shovels yet, Anna. <laughs> there are a lot of questions, but it's 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 one of those systems you start watching. Looking beyond that, I don't see any mammoth snowstorms yet. They may be out there, but they're not showing up on our models yet. But it's the time of the year where you start watching that, you know, mm-hmm. as we get into December, because that could start happening. We can, and it's it's uh, anticipated and hoped for for a lot of young, young kids who like to do the snowman, <laughs> the snowman, and the, the you know the snowball fights. This is this is the time of year they're starting to think about that, Tom. I oh, did. Yeah. Remember how we used to gather around the radio in the morning and listen for school closings and that, uh, you know, this would be the day that we get an extra day off if we close the school with snow. So that that starts now. It Uh, does. It does. Although now they don't do snow days, I heard. They just do Zoom days. Sorry, kids, can't get to school, but you can Zoom. They, they do that now, Tom. It's, 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 I don't. I think they should give them a snow days. They can go out and play in the snow. I think that's a healthy thing. I think so, Anna. Darn this technology anyway. <laughs> Darn it. We're so connected these days, you know? <laughs> I know. You know what I've been enjoying, though, Tom? And I, I've noticed on I noticed it on your Facebook page, too. A lot of your followers have, have been enjoying them, too. These morning sunrises that have been oh. pink and, and purple and these just these brilliant shades of uh, I, I just all these gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. colors in the sky. It's been remarkable. 
You know, and I'll tell you, we are so spoiled by fall colors for, you know, several weeks in the autumn. Now they've kind of gone past their peak. And uh, we it's nice to have these sunrises and sunsets uh, come into play uh, and add to the color of what can be a rather drab, gray-looking period of the year on occasion. Although today we have this gorgeous sunshine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just beautiful. But you, you get those gray autumn days, that low sun angle. Uh, it, it kind of says, hey, relax, everybody. But on the other hand, uh, some people find it, uh, you know, kind of uh, depressing. You get sad, seasonal affective disorder going, you know. Mm-hmm. And so to have color added to our life, whether by sunrises or sunsets or fall colors, is kind of nice. You're it right. is. It is. It, it brightens the spirit, and I've been enjoying yeah. them for sure. Uh, I know you had your eyes on what's going on in Kilauea, right, in Hawaii. Yeah. Something going on there with the volcano? Yeah, you know, Kilauea is that volcano. It's it's a prolific thing. Um, it erupted three years ago, sent an eight-mile lava stream through uh, the south end of the big island in Hawaii. It's been erupting again. It started back on uh, September 28th, uh, erupting again. But this eruption is not affecting any of the residents nearby. It's all occurring inside the cavern of the volcano. And there's lava bubbling up and what happened back about three years ago the bottom of this cavern on the south end of the big island collapsed about 1600 feet and um, what's been happening with this lava suddenly emerging again inside the cavern is uh the so-called lava lake at the bottom of the cavern is filling up again so they've they've added the equivalent of 16,000 olympic-sized swimming pools worth of lava uh since the eruption started and it's nothing that anybody has to worry about. In fact, it's one of the things that attracts people that go out to Hawaii to Volcano National Park on the Big Island just to see the uh, nature doing its thing and in a splendid uh, display. And so uh, that's what's going on out there. And there, there's an interesting set of reports that's come out of the Hawaiian Volcano Observatory about what the status of that eruption is right now. And it's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting thing to see. It is. Yeah. And, you know, I'm actually scheduled to go to Hawaii in February for the first time in my life. Ah. And I'm super excited. I know that you've always favored Alaska, but lately a source there in the weather department tells me that you're, 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 you're taking a liking to Hawaii now, Tom. It's, it's your thing. You know what? That, uh, that Bill Snyder, <laughs> he's corrupted. You know, I always used to kid him about going to Phoenix, Arizona. I said, who wants to go down there with those scorpions and rattlesnakes mm-hmm. and all that heat and all? And he said, well, it beats going to Alaska and watching a glacier melt uh, like you do. And um, But anyway, I've suddenly, you know, I go to these warmer places all of a sudden, and I think he's, I told him, you've corrupted me, uh, you know. Uh, we have a guy uh, on our engineering staff, Alex, uh, who's from Canada. And he and I have been trying to talk some sense into Bill uh, to tell him he ought to go north instead of going south and see the real beauty of nature up in God's country, up in Canada and the northern Midwest and all the rest. But uh, not a chance. Uh, I don't think Bill, Bill is he's no. a warm weather guy. And we, we both uh, we both know that I, about I, him. I, I think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, hang on a second. We got to check tra- traffic, and then we'll uh, we'll pick it up on the other side. I think I think you and I might be in the same place next weekend. Not this weekend, but next weekend. And I want to mention it because there's a Chicago, a great Chicago connection to it too. Oh yes, yes. yes. Back with Tom Skilling here, sponsored by Permaseal Basement Systems. And Tom, Tom, I don't. Are you are you going to go to uh, see Sebastian next weekend? I know yeah. you and I are big fans, both big fans of his, and also yeah. his opener, Pat McGann, both. Chicagoans. 
Yes, yes. You know, uh, we did a, a little video piece for this year's Emmy Awards program, which is going to be online again. It's a, a digital thing this year. But, uh, yeah, Pat is opening for comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. Uh, Calco. Mm-hmm. Maniscalco. That's I've got to get the right. <laughs> no, it's hard to say. <laughs> uh, it, it, somebody of my limited abilities, yeah. Uh, but I, he is a riot. Um, uh, Sebastian is, as is Pat McGann. Uh-huh. So Pat is hosting the Emmy Awards this year, the local Chicago Midwest Emmy Awards, and he's opening for Sebastian, and I guess what, at the United Center, right? That's United where we're Center, go- December 11th and 12th. I guess we're going to go to the Saturday show. But I saw them in California as part of this tour, and they're hilarious. I want to go back and see it. We were crying. We were just crying. I mean, they, he, oh, I know. You know, they both talk a lot about Chicago, too, and their roots with the, you know, their families, his being an Italian-American oh, yeah. family, and then Pat McGann with his, <laughs> his Catholic upbringing. And it's so, it's just, oh, wow. It's very relatable, I think, for anybody. Yeah. But Chicago in particular. Sebastian will talk about, you know, going to the supermarket and just observing people (laughs) there thing or standing at a subway sandwich shop and Uh order and and you know, and it's a riot when you hear this discussed the way because we all can identify with it. We've all seen the same thing, although he has a way of putting it uh, you know, with facial expressions and all that are just uh, marvelous. So oh. I, I, this could be fun. It, it will be fun. There's one bit he does about being at the pool in Vegas and the toenails and the band-aids and just all the things that gross him out about the community pool. And you're right. It's just a simple observation to most of us. And to him, it becomes this really, I just, I, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for both of us to get to go see him. Yes. People should check yes. him out, too. We're going to have fun there, that, and that's that's good. I hope to see you there. Um, that'll be a lot of fun. It will be. Hey, how are you? How are you feeling? Because I know last we talked, you were going in to get your ear checked out for hearing issues. Yep. Well, you know, my goal in life is to become Northwestern Memorial's bionic man. <laughs> uh, You're almost know, there. They yeah, they've worked on the abdomen. Now they're going to work on my left ear. I have a little hearing loss in my left ear, and I have tinnitus. You know that ringing that you yeah. get. And uh, and a little vertigo every now and then. And so it's, it's just a marvelous combination. It makes life so interesting, you know, when things start spinning and all the rest of this kind of stuff. But anyway, they, they uh, we're going to get a little hearing aid in the left ear and see how that works. And I, I went in for a test last week, and it seems to have worked very well because I've got perfect hearing on the right side, but the left side, a little bit of uh, decreased hearing. So I'm telling you, this aging process is such a marvel, Anna. Mm. It's uh, just a marvelous thing yeah. if you can get through it all, you know? It's amazing what they can do, though. I mean, you, you just you just thank yeah. thank God for our, our medical teams, doctors and nurses, and all the staff who, who help us through this stuff and um, the, the solutions they've come up with in the scientific world, too. You get grateful for those kinds of things when you have anything done. Like, well, what you're getting, you know, to you, it's if you restoring your hearing is not a small thing. You know, Anna, I, I was talking to Dina Bear, who was uh, filling in for Micah Mater last night on the set between uh, uh, during commercials. And I was, uh, you know, Dina's medical reports are like none I've ever Amazing. seen. They're just day in and day out spectacular. Um, probably the best uh, of any uh, on the air or anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at any rate, I was talking to her and I said, you know, Dina, isn't it amazing that having worked with some of the Northwestern people, 
uh, these uh, these scientists, these doctors, are so self-effacing, and and you know, if there were any people among us who had the right to have a chip on their shoulder and think, boy, you know, we're something, it would be these people, and yet they they're not that way. They're mm-hmm. very uh, easy to deal with and talk to. And they really are uh, a feather in the cap of some modern science because they bring these miracles like these, um, oh, you know, these uh, shots that we get for COVID-19 and all the rest uh, that protect us from that. It's it's pretty amazing what they've come up with. Uh, no question. And we need geniuses like that among us to help the rest of us get through this thing called life. Yeah, God, that's absolutely true. And we feel that way about you, Tom. We have about oh. a minute. Absolutely. If you have about a minute left. And so can you just give us a little wrap up of what we should expect next couple of days? Yeah. Anna, there'll be some clouds arriving on the scene tonight. That's the front edge of this uh, warmer Pacific air that's going to come in. But it's uh, it's another of these clipper systems passing north of us, which is a good way for it to move because it keeps us in the warm air. So tomorrow we'll go up to 53 after mid-40s today. And we make it within striking distance of 60 the day after. And there'll be a lot of wind coming in tomorrow Uh, By afternoon and during Thursday, we could have some gusts over 30 miles an hour, but this is delivering this unseasonably warm air. And there may be a sprinkle or a snow flurry late tonight or early tomorrow as this warm air starts in. Mm -hmm. But then the sun will emerge and we'll get uh, windy and mild tomorrow afternoon and uh, Thursday. Then Friday, it turns cooler. The winds come off the lake and it will be moderately cold this weekend, and we'll watch that next system coming in for maybe some rain or snow uh, on Sunday. At this point, it looks like uh, northern sections of our area are favored for anything that would stick, mm-hmm. but we'll keep an eye on that and right. uh, keep you posted on it. Well, enjoy this final day of November, and we'll talk again, I guess, in December next week on Tuesday, Tom. All right, Anna, you have a great one. It's always great to talk to you. You, you too. Take care. Thank you, Tom. Tom Skilling, okay. sponsored by Permaseal Basement Systems. That's going to do it for us. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.